summoned from the collective mind of Eternally Bored Productions with your operator, Sam Carlson. This is the Horror Thought Form podcast for fans, by fans, and about fans. This is Sheebie-Jeebies. Welcome, everyone, to another episode on a fucking hot Sunday after... Yeah, it's Sunday. It's not Saturday anymore. I've worked tomorrow. Sunday afternoon. Uh, This week, we're going to be doing a review of Slenderman, which came out on uh, the 10th of August, and it's unwatchable. But before we get to that, we have a guest, another returning guest, Chris Johnson. Hello, I'm here to talk about Slenderman, who'll be leaving theaters August 18th. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even, it didn't even make it to that many theaters because, uh, you know, with the whole Slenderman controversy about that girl that got stabbed like 19 times, then... Some of those surrounding areas banned the band Slenderman from it. Still a better story. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see that documentary, but where the Slenderman? Did, mm-hmm. did uh, you see that or no? I did not. I heard about it, though. I really want to watch it. The, the cleanse of a palette of Slenderman-ness of this movie we saw. Yeah. I, I don't remember what came out on. Um, but interestingly enough, Sony was shopping the rights to Slenderman to other studios back in March. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because they thought it looked like a, a quote-unquote like low-budget Blumhouse-style vehicle, which I'm just... <laughs> no, Blumhouse is actually doing really good work right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be really mad if I'm saying a Blumhouse instead of Bloomhouse. Is it? What, what's the difference? Blumhouse, Bloomhouse? It's spelled Bel- B-L-U-M, house, so mm-hmm. whatever. Me. No, no, I mispronounce things all the time. Mm-hmm. But did you say Boomhauer? Yeah, it's, that's, that's the subsidiary. <sighs> Blumhouse, Boomhauer, sure. So this is act, and uh, this is directed by someone by the name of Sylvain White, which he basically okay. So he did Stomp the Yard, and I'll always know what you did last summer. Not the first two that hit theaters. This is the one that went direct to DVD. The one where like the fisherman killer had died already. Like, he's a legit dead character, and then somehow he's killing people because now he's being brought back as a supernatural entity, which works if you know what you're doing and you have a story that supports it, or you have magical lightning and, you know, you Jason it up, that's fine. But this is, you know, I'll always know is terrible. And then he basically did nothing but TV until he got Slenderman. So... So you're saying he's continuing TV, they just put it on the big screen. It's about as bad as those old, like, Fox movies back in the 90s. Which ones? They were, I don't know, they just find some random piece of property and just throw it on, like, Fox at Saturday night at, like, 9 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, anything, I think all those early cable stations were doing that. USA Mm -hmm. was notorious for it. Oh, geez. But I watched a lot of USA growing up, especially in the summer. Like, I would just watch that all day in the morning. I saw so many sitcoms from start to finish. Were you up all night with USA? I'm sorry, guys. God, I knew it was coming. Besides the director, though, we also have the editor. I have no idea who the editor was, except maybe Edward Scissorhands or Freddy Krueger, because this thing is edited like fucking shit. And I feel kind of bad because, you know, I know this was probably going to be rated R and uh, because there's stuff in the trailer that doesn't show up in the movie. And, you know, it's gorier stuff like somebody getting something in their eye. And it doesn't make the movie, so which, you know, hence why PG-13. And that's, that sucks a lot. I hate it when that happens. You can still have good PG-13 horror movies, but this one was destroyed. 
you know, I think it was a similar uh, situation with Event Horizon, but that still maintained an R rating. We just have like 40 minutes of lost footage we'll never see because it's really, it's it's just too much. Yeah, so yeah, Hellraiser in space was great. Uh, but you used to have great PG-13 movies uh, for horror. Uh, the Ring was PG-13. Like this movie tried to be for the stupid video. Well, yeah, then you know, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, but I'm saying you can't have great PG-13. It just requires one rules, two consistency, and three something, anything. Please give me something. And our cast is a bunch of nobodies for the most part. Um, Joey King is the girl that plays Ren, and. You know, she looked really familiar to me, and I looked up her IMDb, and she's been in fucking everything. She's born like 99, but she's got acting credits going back as far as uh, 2008, like mainstream movies. And I thought she, she did a good job. You know, I think she's got a, a solid acting career in the future, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So you're saying this is like her George Clooney's Return to Horror High? Mm, I don't know if I'd put it up that high. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, none. I have never heard of most of these other girls. Like even looking up their profiles, I'm like, nope, haven't seen it. Haven't seen that. Well, the movie hasn't heard of me either. That's why they're barely there. Yeah, uh, I think one thing that did stick out in my mind was the girl that played Chloe is going to be in the that uh, Sabrina show they're doing for Netflix. And I'm like, oh no, this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, if they retry to do the craft at the beginning of this movie, it felt like I guess they could retry to do some other te- teenage uh, witches stuff. Yeah. It was very crafty. Um, you know, Chloe does look like Rachel True. And then we've got we've got our, you know, the the uh, obligatory redhead. And then we've got two brunettes. So, yeah, pretty much the craft. And playing our Slender Man is Javier Botet, who is actually taller than Doug Jones. He's six. He's almost six, seven, whereas Doug Jones is around like six, three, six, four. Mm-hmm. Although you're still taller than both of them at six, uh, eleven. So but still like. Uh, I can't outact Doug Jones, but I'm sure I can probably outact the guy who played Slenderman. Mm, I didn't even really think of the fact, you know, after seeing the movie, it didn't even strike me that somebody had to play Slenderman because every time I saw Slenderman, it just looked like CG. Mm. I mean, I guess maybe he's mocapping it up, but. I mean, maybe uh, it's just some dude in a green outfit, but who knows? It was still, ugh. you could still act in that somehow. Yeah. I mean, I thought uh, he was all, he played the titular character in Mama back in 2013, and that was a great film. And that was a scary monster. So I don't know how much he did on that, but, you know, as far as that goes, it was, it was good. And uh, apparently he has a uh, Marfan syndrome, which is the one that, uh, it's that genetic disorder. It affects connective tissue. So people with uh, Marfan syndrome, you tend to be taller, thinner, have very long limbs, like uh, fingers, legs, anything that's really a limb, basically. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they look like Slender Man, so. So you're saying he was typecast from birth? Yeah, genetic typecast, yeah. Also, who had Marfan syndrome? Not that we're going to, you know, necessarily put Javier Botet in the same you know, the same hierarchy here is, uh, well, he was assumed to have Marfan syndrome, was uh, one of the Egyptian pharaohs. I believe it was a Kenaton the fourth. I hope it was the fourth. I hope I'm right about that. Uh, and uh, that was also kind of a, a period where we saw a big difference in Egyptian art because it was all very idealized since the, the royal, the, all the, the royal families were supposed to look like they were basically descended directly from the gods and have very perfect features. But then 
the periods of uh, the period of Akhenaton and seeing that uh, seeing uh, those paintings and artwork, they're all very naturalistic, and you can actually they look more human. And I think after you know his reign, it went back to being idealistic. But it's been a while since I brushed up on my Egyptian art uh, Egyptian artwork. <laughs> But that's not related to this movie. Not at I'm all. I'm sorry. We, we keep avoiding talking about this movie. It seems yeah. Like. Yeah. I wonder why that is. <laughs> so do you want to give a breakdown of Slenderman? Is there a breakdown? Uh, it almost feels like. I mean, the character Slenderman in case oh, somebody's oh, oh, been living, oh. living under a rock. So the character Slenderman, I believe, started off as uh, from the Something Something Awful forums of just a Photoshop contest of making something creepy. And they just made a creepy photo of this guy around these kids. And it kind of took off from there. But it actually has a lot of basis in other kind of monsters and myths in real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, that was also one of the things that I was looking into. uh, Basically, Slenderman is pretty much like a thought form that forms in sort of the collective unconscious of people's minds and then uh, very much like a, a shadow person. And they do compare, well, they don't really compare Slenderman to to the shadow people, but it uh, comes up briefly in, in Ren's research, shadow people. And I, immediately I was furious because I was like, do not, do not bring the shadow people into this garbage movie, I swear to God. You know, and... Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so one of the things, uh, one of the reasons I love Slenderman so much, and I've been obsessed with it like since I saw Let's Plays. Don't judge me, okay, guys. I was late to the party. It was like 2013. No, it was 2012. So I was a few years late to the party by that point. Uh, but when I was little, my mom told me this. I guess you would kind of call it a family ghost story about the the air quote the guys and air quote. And so the guys are basically these entities that kind of, you know, cause mischief or, you know, make their presence known at different times. And there's three of them. And it's Michael, Lucy, and Melchior. And when she told me about them, I always pictured them as really tall and wearing suits. And this is when I was a kid, so I had no idea what a Slender Man was. So when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, it looks like it reminds me of the guys. Because, you know, with this thing that I had in my mind didn't have a face either. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's what really got me into it. <laughs> and did like that ever did Slenderman ever grab you or was it just sort of like that's weird? Um, it grabbed me because uh, I enjoyed the kind of lore behind it with the Marble Hornets music, uh, the music, uh, the videos on YouTube. Uh, the, the, even the Slender Games was fun to watch. I even had a, a Slenderman costume set up. I was going to wear it to a con. Then the murders happened, or the attempted murders happened. Would they not let you wear it? My ex-wife at the time told me not to because I was going to wear it at oh night. Oh my god! And somebody, she was afraid somebody was going to shoot me. You could wear a bulletproof vest under a jacket eh, what if they shoot me in the head it's texas eh. yeah we have good aim here that's not <laughs> yeah, a bad exactly. point yeah uh, speak, oh so 
speaking of like Texas and uh, shooting uh, in the Slenderman movie we just saw like the funniest thing I think was when they had uh, Ren pull up the map of all the kids who were stolen from different towns from different towns oh my gosh and there was zero in Texas like, there was g- nothing <laughs> nothing like, it was like a Texas. border around Texas was like oh that's where the kids are as soon as they came to Texas it's like there's no Slenderman grabbings which I think you know I'm skeptical of because you know we got stupid kids here in Texas so no we do but I think even Slenderman knows better of like let's not steal kids from where all the guns are <laughs> that's true you know what when I was uh, when that came up and I saw Barstow California on there shout out to Barstow I used to live there when I was little it's like in the Mojave Desert I'm like nobody fucking knows where that is but you know nice little nice little nod to to a city I lived in briefly so what's let's get to the this movie has a plot kind of but it also doesn't because it's basically scenes strung together and we open with our four girls. They're all in high school. And there are these guys that they are kind of, they kind of like, that they're, that also go to their school. And the guys are like, hey, we're going to watch the Cursed Slenderman video. And the girls are like, wow. And then later on, the girls are hanging out and they're like, well, let's watch it too. And so they watch it very a la the ring. And nobody gets a phone call after that. Or no, no, nobody's told seven days. Yeah. But then they find out the boys didn't watch the video because they were too scared. So then they start getting haunted by Slender Man, which, you know, right away, I'm just, just why do we have to do the ring? Well, exactly. And that's where, once again, the rules come into play. With the ring, you know, if you see the video, you have seven days to live, and you get haunted slowly as it goes. With this movie, it's just kind of like, oh, the we saw the, the random video and I guess Lin-Wen's going to show up. Maybe they, they tried doing it. The redhead it was like, Hey, there's some kind of rules. Uh, sort of. It's like one person, in the group will achieve escapism. Other people will be haunted forever. And it's this not really fully explained. It was, yeah, these, yeah, there weren't really rules. Uh, so after they watch the video, the redhead goes missing. She gets, I guess, lured out to the woods by the whisperings of the sweet whisperings of Slender Man in her ear. I mean, they were at a grave a graveyard for a school field trip. That's a terrible. Like, who's signing those permission slips? I'm <laughs> it's like, hey guys, let's go to a graveyard, get out of school, and then like she's sitting there staring at the forest listening to something I don't know and they walk past her and she's kind of standing there the next scene is like oh my god she's missing we're on the, we've been sitting on this bus for eight hours where is she I don't know and then uh, the slender man hauntings be start being escalated more um not that much though yeah, kind of. Fe- it was a very slow burn. It was a slow burn, but it was like a hair straightener not heating up all the way. Exactly. So, like speaking of that, uh, time for this movie, there was really no time established. There was initially of like, oh, the the first girl missing at the end of May, May thirtieth, and then. How long? And that was the beginning of the movie. It was the beginning of the movie, and it felt like they were at school for months. I know. When does this school let out? Are they in Canada? I mean, people are still wearing jackets and shit. Oh, yeah, because at night, they'd go off trying to, like, talk to Slender Man, try and find their friend, but it was all, like, cold. It was like, maybe it's a northern thing? Summer's cold? I know y'all aren't in the desert. There ain't no forest there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that bothered me a lot. Uh, You know, and then uh, they... Then Ren does some research and she's talking to some internet rando named Alley Cat 93, but it's misspelled. I'm 
like giant typo in the movie. I mean, maybe at least the, the cut that we saw. It's for realism. It said Ali Cat 93. So, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, apparently, the way to get their redheaded friend back is that they each have to give up their most valuable possession. Which right? were stupid things. Yeah, like Ren's is a coffee mug she made when she was in fifth five? grade like or fifth five. Grade or five, yeah. Sometimes she's like in the five or fifth grade. Uh, That's the most precious thing to you. Exactly. It's like, wow, what a sad life you live. Well, uh, we never, Ren apparently has no parents. So, yes. Yeah, we never see Ren's parents. Parents are very, very much lacking in the movie. They're nowhere to be seen. Yeah, like the only one who had something of value was like, this is the last photo of my father that existed with us together. I was like, that's actually something of value. Everybody else is kind of like, hey, it's a blanket, I guess. I don't know. Oh, it was her sister's baby. It was um, Hallie, who was supposed to be our main character. That was her sister Lizzie's baby blanket. So oh, that's right. her most precious thing. Because uh, I, I, it symbolizes her little sister. So, okay. Mm-hmm. You have a very close sisterly bond. And uh, Lizzie actually has some sort of mysterious ailment, but we don't find that out until the very end of the movie. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not brought up, it's not explained. Nope. Not even one off mentioned. Mm mm. No. Uh, and this whole giving up something of value just doesn't work. It does, it does nothing. Well, it's supposed to be like, they're supposed to give something a value, then summon him again, but be blindfolded while summoning him, but don't look at him when you summon him. That's what set up, sets up like the That's next, what it was? Yeah, that was like the second act or something like that, and then the They had one, to go back out and summon him after they destroyed their, their objects? No, 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 when they destroyed their objects, they to summon him at that point. Oh, Which okay. that led up to the one girl taking the blindfold off, like, I don't see anything. Oh, was that a, was great. Yeah, she was the first to go. Oh, that was so awesome. In a stupid way. Yeah, because Ren's like, don't take off your blindfold. Immediately, Chloe takes off her blindfold. Not even a beat later. I mean, I'm like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> you even said that in the audience. You, I did. <laughs> I ruined that movie. I ruined that movie for the entire audience or because I couldn't better. stop laughing. And there are even there are worse scenes. Like there's a weird like B plot of Hallie having some romantic interest with this dude named Tom, and they're making out on the couch. And then... Well, listen to Tom's dad's 45 vinyl album collection. Yeah. Did you know the song? I wasn't paying attention. uh, It's whatever song to get licensed that was willing to do it. I mean, speaking of licensing, I was going to make us say this. When they talk about when they have all the laptops and computers in this movie, it's a Sony picture. You would think, oh, it's the Sony Vio or other Sony products. No. Sony has such little faith. They'd be like, no, put Dell in there instead. Let them get their uh, taint from this. Dude, you're getting a slender man. <laughs> oh, it was bad. But, yeah, it was... Ugh. Because uh, uh, the, the thing in the next scene uh, with the boyfriend is they're trying to make out, and suddenly um, she gets possessed by the Slender Man again. No, she yeah, starts going yeah. crazy, and the boyfriend starts doing silly faces. As that's the scary moment. It's him doing silly faces. Yeah, because basically she's seeing uh, him kind of. I guess it's supposed to be him turning into Slender Man a little bit, but is like he gets weird. His neck starts getting veiny, or his head, his his face starts contorting. And then it does this, the the weird like shaky head thing from House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. And then the camera starts pulling in and out really fast. And and then I'm just expecting there to be dubstep music in the back. <laughs> and that was, that was when I lost it for the, th- in the theater and caused the rest of the, the rest of the audience to start laughing. So Cause my bad. Because it's such a silly scene. And she's like, has to run away from him. Cause it's like, oh, that's too scary. But then she's like, 
oh, you know, we watched the Slipman video. That's when she discovers, like, oh, we didn't watch it as, as our boys group didn't watch it. And mm. then after she leaves, he's like, she's like, don't watch the video. What's he doing when she leaves? He watches the video. Everybody in this movie is fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. So, like, he shows up to class the next day, and he's all freaked out, and then he's gone from the movie forever. Nobody talks about him anymore. Goodbye, movie. <laughs> and they also do that with Chloe, because she gets slender yeah. sickness, and then oh, yeah, and she's like, basically possessed, I guess. Sort of, but it looks like she just has too many, like, dark circles in her eyes, and she stares out the window, and nobody talks to her mom. Her mom's, like, in the room with her. She's kind of staring at the window, kind of like, uh. Yep. And, you know, and her story is never, we never wrap that up. It's also very much a goodbye movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, so at that point, um, what's the, there was another scene with Hallie that really bothered me because it's like she's basically, we're all, we all have slender sickness. We're all seeing weird shit. Mm-hmm. And then Hallie at one point is, you see a scene of her and it's, it's her stuck in a pile of evil leaves, I guess, because it's in <laughs> Slender Man's parallel dimension woods oh yeah it's like ah oh, fear the woods as opposed to being creepy trees it's like a bunch of leaves yeah and so we're doing another one of those uh those it looks like it looks like a failed new grounds video mm-hmm. where it's like she's stuck in the evil pile of leaves and then it's like she's got all of her her limbs in different places all over in the leaves yeah like like but, we're all, but they're all twitching and we're doing shaky head again <laughs> and i don't need it and then she wakes up from the dream it's like oh craziness happens Mm-hmm. And she wakes up again. It's like, oh my god, how many times can you wake up from the same dream? Can I wake up from this movie? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, and then uh, Ren, at some point, becomes more of the villain, and mm-hmm. even though she's being haunted by Slenderman too, and I'm I'm guessing they were trying to make her a proxy, but nobody says proxy, but nobody actually really does say proxy anyway when it comes to Slenderman fan culture. I mean, at least the stuff that we've seen. But we know what it is. Yeah. You know, it basically it's a slender slave. It does slender man's bidding. And uh, sometimes they'll, you know, just be killed off anyway. Because that's what happens when you're a mind slave for slender man. Yeah, because he, doesn't she recruit the little sister? She takes the little sister to the woods. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess just because she's a mind slave. But it's also funny. Yeah, she, uh, maybe she's because of mind slave. Uh, maybe I thought she was doing it, trying to bring back the first friend. And stop Slenderman from haunting everybody else. But then she kind of leaves the video on the laptop, and the older sister finds it. It was almost like it was labeled, "Hey, that time I took your little sister to the woods to get her possessed." Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, but then after they find that, is when the little sister has the panic attack that we never had established before. I thought she was having some. She had some sort of heart condition, and she had to. That's why they took her to the hospital. They did, she just woke up screaming one day. Uh, let's take her to the hospital. Thanks, parents. Uh, and there's nothing reason why. No. Uh, yeah. And then the, you know, Hallie's walking through the halls of the hospital and seeing a whole bunch of weird shit. And I was wondering if it was sort of, you know, is is that like what she's seeing because it's slender sickness, or is she wandering through like Slenderman's weird alternate dimension? And this is kind of this. These are the ideas. This is what Slenderman thinks humans are like. Maybe he's an alien. Uh, it could be. Um, but yeah, like the way she's walking the hallway, sees all these like creepy scenes, but it's kind of like, that wouldn't happen in the hospital. Like there's a scene where like an orderly is brushing somebody's super long hair as they're in the bathtub. It's like, there's no bathtubs in a hospital. <laughs> there's no cloth for that's bathtubs why, that's why in I a was, hospital. That's why I was thinking that that's, this is what Slenderman thinks that the real world is like. 
Yeah, so, as they as the person's combing their hair with a boom mic attached to the comb, as you hear it go to the hair, it's like <laughs> creepy sounds of co- combing hair. <laughs> yeah, and I guess at some point, Hallie comes to the conclusion that uh, she basically has to that you're supposed to give up something of value, but I don't know why. But the coffee cup wasn't valuable enough. Uh, the thing is, I don't know what she's trying to do anymore at the end of the movie. Like, so she knows her sister's seen the tape mm-hmm. or the video. So it's like she has to give up something of value to save her sister. That's what it seemed like. It's like, oh, maybe I have to sacrifice myself. Uh-huh. Right. To get rid of, you know, the Slender Man for my little sister, which has never been established as a rule before. But like, hey, let's go with it. Why would we need to do that? I yeah, mean, no. because Slender Man doesn't really, I mean, in this movie, for also... Slenderman doesn't really have rules about, you know, what can stop him, per se. None that I've really heard of, except maybe, you know, don't go into the haunted woods. Don't watch the video in this case. Yeah, I guess, but it was... We're not... Yeah, we're not setting up any sort of rules for this. And it... uh, So she sacrifices herself... Oh, actually, hold on. She goes to sacrifice herself. Then she gets scared and starts running away, which to me is the first time she runs, even though we've established like 18 times so far, she plays for track. Like oh, she yeah. runs track. And this is the very first time she runs. After she decides to sacrifice herself, it's like, you know what? JK, I'm out. True. That's a good point. But she sacrifices herself, and at this point, Ren's dead because she got tossed out a window by Slenderman and then disappeared. Her body was just, like, out through the window and then poof. Yeah. So she's dead and stuck in Slenderman's dimension. Hallie sacrifices herself, and then that actually doesn't matter. No, not at all. Lizzie is not really saved? Because doesn't she talk about the four of them at the end of the movie she sort of does uh, but even then the way she sacrifices herself was very like slave man becomes a tree and grabs her and i was like i've seen this movie before evil dead i don't want to continue <laughs> i know i was like oh please don't please don't <laughs> i was getting very worried for that young actress it, there's a reason to say pg-13 <laughs> true i was like i mean we got we we had our fuck didn't we like Ren got to say fuck. Yes, Ren got to say fuck. Yeah, the one the one time you get to say the fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, yeah, at the end of the movie, I mean, I think Lizzie's still alive, but I think she's still haunted, right? I think so. They, they kind of left it vague, like everything else in this movie is vague. Yeah. Again, I have you know we were you know we were so distracted by how bad this movie. Well, not distracted, but it, the movie was so bad that we went through a bucket and a half of large popcorn. Because it's not bored eating at that point. It's eating to dis- dissociate yourself from what you're having to look at. I want to feel something out of this. I'm going to feel pain of eating too much popcorn. Yeah, at least let me have the salt. Uh, you know, so crap. Yeah. I, I, mean, was, I was, and now I'm thinking about popcorn. I'm hungry again. <laughs> but I mean, the way I'd perfectly describe this movie is that meme where it's like, I forced a computer to watch 200 hours of Olive Garden commercials. The way I describe this movie is I, I forced a computer to watch 200 hours of 90s VHS horror movies that have passed the magnet over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, I kind I feel so, I don't feel bad for, for, for Sony, you know, or Screen Jams. That's the division that they put under, I think. Um, but 
You guys had a slend. You had you guys got the Slenderman property, and you did nothing with it. Well, they did something. They they kind of gathered all of the scraps of all the movies that Sony makes in the the editing room, and kind of like taped them together. It was kind of like a recycling project they had for, you know, recycle, reduce, reuse. Yeah, when they still used the old-timey projectors, they found all the old footage from it and just taped it together. Mm -hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, you had so much to work with, and they basically just tried to make it a meta movie right away, which was, you know, you didn't need to do that. You you have a franchise worth of content there. You've got to start off small and work your way up, even if you're doing, say, Blair Witch, something like that. Maybe not found footage completely, but, you know, put some found footage in there, mm-hmm. make that like an actual story, and then later on, make it Blair Witch 2 where it's meta. You know? Come on. You've got plenty of opportunities to do that. You don't, you know, blow your load in one movie. Uh, I guess if you can call it blowing your load, it was. They did. They wasted all of that, all of that content. Well, they wasted it, yes, but they kind of wasted it from the beginning. Uh, There really wasn't much to begin with. It was almost like they loaded everything, uh, all the ideas, into a cannon and shot it at a uh, white screen to say, "Okay, what's stuck? Okay, all right, all right. We can kind of, I guess, make a line to that. Uh huh, and." Uh, sure. I like to think there was a dartboard involved, you know? That requires too much. Like, if you had a dartboard... That requires you, skill. It requires skill, uh, and there'd be more, you know, cohesiveness. Hmm. Maybe there's, like, 30 dartboards. Hmm, and sure. they're, like, just kind of stuck from one to the other. Mm-hmm. So, that was the movie. And it was... It's, un, it's unwatchable. Worst of 2018. One of the worst. Easily. Um, do not waste your money on it unless, you know, you're very, you know, you're morbidly curious and you want to go see it in the dollar theater. It's, I'd pay a dollar fifty to see it. Uh, yeah. Maybe just to have the experience of like, I watched it. Yeah. No, I mean, if, you know, you, you it's a, it's an air conditioning movie. You go there because it's hot outside. Exactly. And your AC's been, your house is broken. So you need somewhere to go. Preferably get high before you see it. It'd probably make it more enjoyable or make it seem more sense, more logical. But, uh, you know, if, if you just want a good Slenderman movie, don't bother. There, There's plenty of fan-made movies on YouTube, you know, I mean, that are that are much that are much better and more interesting. More efforts put into them. Go watch Marble Hornets, although that is Slenderman-based. It's not specifically Slenderman. It's not Slenderman, no, but there's still but more to it. But it's enough of a Slenderman. Yeah. Come on. It just doesn't have tentacles, and we no. call it the operator. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, Marble Hornets, much better. Go, you know, go participate in one of those weird Slenderman uh, communities where they're doing, like, the real-life gaming thing with it. Mm-hmm. All, like, alternate reality gaming, whatever it is. Oh, LARPing? Essentially, but it's on the internet. <laughs> it's internet. Is that what? I guess, yeah, we're just going to... It's just internet LARPing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you could go LARP it in real life in the actual woods. No, that's how that that's how we got the, the stabbing. You're not supposed to do it in, li- in the real life. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's the mistake those girls made. <laughs> oh, shit. We figured it out. They tried doing it. But also, how can you be so bad at stabbing? Your victim has survived 19 stabbings. 19 times? Yeah. Like, would you stab her with a paring knife? A pencil? Know. Pencil, maybe? I don't know. But still, yeah. Just, Fuck. They're as bad at stabbings as this movie's director is at making movies. Probably a compass. <laughs> I mean, I mean the the pointy compasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, like they use in math. I don't think any. I wonder if they use compasses in math anymore. I'm an old person. Protractors. Oh, remember like the 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 protractors that had the the ruler that was built into it, and you could just you know move it around. 
Oh, fancy so, protractor. Those are super fancy. Yeah. Maybe that's what they stabbed. They broke the plastic uh, protractor and stabbed their friend with it. Yeah, maybe that's why she didn't die. Yeah. Yeah, well. Oh, that got dark at the end. Well, we're trying to get a point out of something. Mm. Like, she got the point 19 times. God damn it. <laughs> so many puns. <laughs> so many puns. Anyway. So that's going to pretty much wrap it up for this episode. Uh, but if you guys want to talk about Slenderman, please send us an email. Our email address is shebejeebies at outlook.com. You can also leave us a comment on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash shebejeebies. You can send us a tweet on Twitter at shebe underscore jeebies. And the same as our Instagram, although we don't have a lot of stuff going on Instagram right now. But uh, I feel like Twitter and Facebook are better, are more conducive for having co- actual conversations. So anyway, until next time, stay creepy, guys. 